Welcome back to this special quarantine edition of the Oklahoma Drill. Alex and Ryan here, maintaining good social distance via Skype. Um, yeah, podcasting is like the one medium that just isn't affected really by this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only problem with podcasting now is that we have to have content, and that is rather <laughs> yeah. difficult to come up with at right. the moment. Um, so this is a um, so this is normally a sports podcast, uh, and those aren't happening right now. No. Um, let's see. I mean, everything's canceled, right? Yeah. Are there any sports still going on? I don't think there are. I I don't either. Not I mean at least not like sports that are worth paying attention yeah. to. I think I, the I was Korean thinking about basketball this basketball league is actually going to be starting back up relatively soon. I think Chinese as well. I heard that as yeah. well. So yeah. maybe so we Korean can find China ourselves finally a CBA got a handle team. on the virus and yeah. Interesting how they did that. It's right. kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll have to pick a CBA team to follow. Oh yeah, the, Shang- um, the Shanghai Sharks God. or something. I don't know. Are there any? Are there any uh, struggling Americans? Uh, ooh, we'll have to do some research. We can maybe do it. We we'll do a podcast about that. That'll be great. Of course. Um, but for this podcast. Um, I mean, we can, can, can I ask you about, real quick? Can go I ask ahead. you real quick? The yeah. one thing I've been thinking about is sports that can function in our social distancing uh, era that we are in right now. Um, mm-hmm. And like, obviously, basketball, football, pretty much any contact sport, obviously, yeah. can't really happen at the moment. Um, but I was thinking about like what. Is Formula One going to be able to pick up no, at all? Absolutely. No, absolutely. They're done? Oh, have you not followed this? Okay. Oh, I haven't. No, hit me. So they were going to – the season was going to start last weekend at the Melbourne Grand Prix. Um, yeah. And uh, McLaren had one of their team members test positive, and they were just like, yeah, we're out. McLaren just said, we are not racing. Whatever the rest of you guys okay. do, we are not going to race. And then everybody else sort of just sat around. Yeah. And there are reports that Sebastian Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen were had just gotten back on planes and flown back home to Europe. Um, and those reports happened before, like an hour before free practice one starts. And the FIA, or not the FIA, actually. The FIA doesn't say anything. The, the Formula One um, says it's canceled. Like, okay. people have already gathered to watch Free Practice 1. And then they're just like, go home. So is this, how long is this, is it delayed, like a month or something? Or is um, this something that might be able to pick up before some other sports? It is hard to say. Um, there's been some suggestion that they might be able to be targeting Baku, the race in Azerbaijan. Um but this, well, the thing about Formula One is that there's not a ton of close contact between, right. like, the competitors. But the, yeah. Yeah, the, the, but it's like, there's, I mean, a pit crew is more than 10 people. So a pit stop right. is a gathering that is now prohibited in the state of New York. 
Um, right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably out for as long as these other sports, which, I mean, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. I, but, so, I, well, on the topic of Formula One, mm-hmm. it has the most translatable um, eSport to any right. major sport to the point where many, um, and by many, I mean two whole drivers <laughs> from Formula One turn on and instead that we can participate in uh, hastily thrown together um, sim races uh, nice. that were streamed, which was fun. Uh, I got to watch uh, Lando Norris get disqualified for stalling in the pit lane. <laughs> Perfect. It was funny. Um, but yeah, so that's where that is standing. Um, Interesting. What were you going to say? Well, I was just, I was thinking about sports that can function in this world. Um, obviously, this is all like without fans, you know. Like right, if you're, right. If you you're just, just can't have crowds anywhere. Yeah, if you just Here's, accept like. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Golf. That's what I was. That was the sport. You I was can like, golf. you so can they easily golf. have the Masters with no crowds. I a hundred percent agree because the ratings would be astronomical. They would make so much money. Like, and maybe that would screw over like the actual Augusta National Golf Club. I don't know how that works if, if they are just yeah. like. I also really don't really care on that. about screwing over the Augusta National I Golf Club. I agree. think they'll survive. I agree, but um, yeah, because it's also it's probably not like nobody's playing golf there. I bet golf is like the one thing that people just can still do if you're careful, you know, like yeah, take you some Clorox wipes, wipe everything down, and golf. Right. Now the you know, one like, problem with the Masters is that some of them folks are old. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, but not really like players. I mean, some yeah, of the players are, but like. You know, once well, you're yeah, in your but 40s, like, yeah, 50s, I guess you're not it's playing like at the, the Masters. The old guys who show up in the green jackets, they just wouldn't be there. You know, yeah. they just wouldn't have them. You just play the golf tournament. Yeah. You know, like, and that's all I want. I just want to watch some freaking golf because I want to have something. We can become a golf podcast for like a month. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. We, oh, we'd see. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> tennis is right on the edge. Tennis to me works like, yeah, you elbow bump after the game, right? Like, what's the problem with tennis? I th- the one thing I can think about with tennis is the question of whether the surface of the ball is um, a communica is like a vector for communicability. Because um, it's well, I mean, these are high quality tennis balls, so they're not that fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how you. You just have to disinfect all of them and then, like, I mean, because, yeah, it's tough. It's a little bit tougher because then you're going to be sweating. You're going to be wiping sweat off your face. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a workaround in tennis. You could have some tennis. Yeah. I think tennis and golf are, like, the sports that could work yeah. in this desperate time that we are what in. About, um, what about – um? marksmanship type sports archery just do the olympics but it's only archery 
<laughs> only archery. Yeah. Yeah, they should do the Olympics with just non like no fans in non contact sports. Right. Um, and that would let's see how that goes. Like, cause I mean, I don't know. It would affect running, but like maybe you could just like, I don't know. I feel like it would only affect like the hundred meter dash, right? Well, um, on the it, other one, they probably like, affect a lot of sprints. Um, the one issue I would have with um things like the sprints and, and even the longer races is. Um, you know, you're still gathering a lot of athletes. You know, you would have to, like, the logistics of, like, where do they go, right? Like, before and after the race, that could be challenging. Right. Um, this is riveting podcasting now. Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> but, yeah, so this is this is life under quarantine. We got to rethink, we got to rethink the way, uh, the way we work. Um the way we enjoy ourselves yeah um it's somebody who's doing some rethinking (laughs) we got some we got two athletes really rethinking their stations in life um we'll start with um i I don't know which one do you want to start with uh let's go with trey sermon okay so trey sermon has entered the transfer portal yeah um which is sure, you know, he really fell out of favor. Yeah. Um, it seemed last year, um, yeah. which was at times not not. It was at times confusing. Um, and then also, you know, his position coach just got fired. Well, didn't get fired, but actually pretty yeah. explicitly didn't get fired. Um, right. Left and was replaced. Um, so. Yeah, I could see him deciding to hang it up. It's I I honestly am glad that he's leaving. <laughs> oh no. Like I just I was tired we got to watch Trey Sermon for three years and I was tired of it. Like he was he's slow. Like he's just slow. Like there's no other way around it. Like him in the open field is not exciting. You know, like, yeah, he might juke a guy and gain an extra couple yards, but, like, I just don't care about this. Like, yeah, it affects the depth, but all it was to me was going to take carries away from guys that are more explosive with the ball in their hands and guys that I want to watch more anyways. So I am totally cool with this. Season. Do what? It's Marcus Majors season, clearly. Yeah. Marcus Majors is up to 220 pounds, like – you know, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson potentially uh, suspended for five games, but like, okay, once he's back, Man. he was better than Sermon, anyways. Like, and then the last couple games, Sermon even played like the guy wasn't touching the football. Like they had yeah. kind of figured out that like, oh, this guy is not exciting. Like he is not that effect. Like he's a a fine player in his role. If he can come in in the fourth quarter after a better running back has beat the defensive line down. Sure. Put Trey Sermon out there. He's a change of pace, but like as a guy, that's really going to help you win championships at the level. OU wants to win. He's not that helpful in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Other like he was probably the best blocking running back we had. Like that's cool. Like I, I know that that's an important skill, 
but I just never care about running backs with Matt as their their number one like attribute. Right, he was a good blocker. He was a natural pass catcher, but like Ramondre Stevenson showed really good hands last year too. Like it, and you know, you come out of last year really feeling like there isn't a ton that Trey Sermon could do that Ramondre Stevenson wouldn't ultimately be able to do better this year. Yeah, I agree. I think last year a lot of it was just, you know, it always takes running backs a year to really, like if there's already guys that have experience in front of them, mm-hmm. it always t- it seems like it takes running backs a while to be able to leap that guy. Yeah. Um, you know, particularly at OU, I guess I don't know as much about other places, but at, you know, at OU, if you've got a returning starter or returning rotation player, that guy's going to play. And it's hard for guys like Ramondre Stevenson to come in in their first year and establish themselves. And so, you know, I think it just opens up more playing time for better football players. I really, I'm, I hope that Trey Sermon is successful. I've seen a couple rumors of Ohio State, like, sure, go be the third string running back at Ohio State. That's cool. Like, do your thing up there, buddy. Um, yeah. But, and I'm, I'm glad, like, he, he did, had some nice runs for us. He was good. He's a good football player. I just don't think he's like a – I just don't think he was important to the success of OU's football team. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a fair assessment. Um, just not just not a ton to say, honestly, about Trey Sermon. He was, um, he was pretty replacement level in terms of what we expect out of an OU running back. So, you know, it's – well, apparently it's not sad to see him go since you're happy to see him go. But, um, you know, it's I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's anything to be worrying about. Um, uh, yeah, that's Trace. Where he'll end up, we'll never know because football's yeah. over. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the biggest news in the NFL free agency so far. Um, of, of course, referring to the Browns signing, um, uh, what's oh, his just... face, Austin Hooper. Oh, Austin Hooper. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, of course we're talking about Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fine. Like he is going to Tampa Bay to get paid and mm-hmm. that is what's going to happen. He's probably not going to be very good there. Buccaneers are probably going to regret paying him that paying him that money. He wasn't that good for the Patriots this year. Like, I don't know. Like, I I think that this is a guy who's just he's done. He wanted one last payday, and the Patriots were smart enough to not give it to him. You know, like yeah. the Patriots are not the Lakers that gave Kobe that last contract that was just like a thank you for your service, like. The Patriots don't do that kind of stuff, and they didn't do that for Tom Brady. And yeah, you know, objectively, it's, um, it's probably the right move. Yeah, you know? it's it's just got oh man, it's gonna seem so wrong, and it's gonna be a little sad. It's not gonna be that sad because honestly, watching Tom Brady founder is gonna probably bring me a little joy. Um, but I mean, there's a degree, there's like a there's like a fear of mortality wrapped up in this right you get this like if tom tom brady had he retired no one would have been shocked it would be like he would go down in history as probably the greatest quarterback of all time 
and like that's still probably going to be the case. But now yeah, we're going to have to. He already is. He's got yeah. six freaking championships. Like, right. Right. He's but it's going to be years the, old. Like we don't talk about Mike on the Wizards, right? That's right. going to be this. Yeah. We're not no, going to talk about Tom Brady's years with the Bucks. Um, it's happened with a bunch of quarterbacks. Like Joe Montana finished his career with the the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the NBA, Hakeem Olajuwon finished his career with the Toronto Raptors. Like, right. it's just that. Like, it is that's what it is. You know, yeah. Peyton Manning to a certain extent. Like, you know, I mean, he had success. He had one right. of the best. Well, he made a he made a pretty ever. calculated move, and that right. he went to a he went to a team that could you know make up for his deficiencies and carry him to one more. Yeah. That's not what Tampa Bay is. Right. No, 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 no. Like that was a, I want to win. And he did. Um, but like Tom or Peyton Manning on that last Super Bowl, man, he was terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. good Lord. He couldn't throw that ball 10 yards down the field. And that defense was just so damn good. Like that was, that's all that was. But I mean, yeah, it was weird seeing Peyton Manning in a Broncos uniform it's going to be weird seeing him in a Tampa uniform. Like, this is just kind of how it goes with a lot of guys. That's why when you get guys like Dirk or Kobe that actually do spend their entire career with one team, it's a pretty special thing, like, to be completely yeah. honest. Tim Duncan is another one. Like, mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool thing to me that, like, yeah, that guy spent his entire career on one franchise. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's Tom Brady. It's weird. Um, well, I just wanted to say, uh, I'm on ESPN.com right now just because, Mm -hmm. and you know, on the top, they always have scores, right? What does that scroll look like? It just says coronavirus cancellations. See how the coronavirus is affecting sports in the U S and the world. That is it's just a link to coronavirus coverage. So um, God. there are zero sports happening that yeah. are able to be put on the top line of ESPN.com. So, Hey, is Tillman going to sell the rockets? He freaking man, that guy. Holy shit, man. Him and James Dolan. Like it's a good thing that Donald Sterling's not in the league anymore, but like, yeah, whew, that guy is a shithead. Holy hell! That it really, guy like, is it just a like shithead. this, like the coronavirus. It's like laser targeted at his investments. Um, yeah. Which, at that point, you look at the Rockets, and it's just like, is owning the Rockets cursed? Like, why isn't it? Why isn't it profitable to own an NBA franchise in like the fifth largest city in America? Yeah, in an era that every team is worth a billion dollars, you know. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> or was well, you have just like, you know, two MVPs right now, you know. It's yeah, it's wild that the Rocket like the Rockets have been good and yeah, just can't make money. No. Um but yeah, so <sighs> we're going to leave the coronavirus talk. We're going to leave the news. We're going to leave that we're going to leave that in the past. Um, and we're going to get there with a little voyage to the past where we um, just look back at our own history and examine some takes we made. Um, 
I went back and listened to our, um, <laughs> it's funny, this was our Big 12 Media Days preview, and then part of our preview of the defensive backs, of the defensive back seven. Um, we, um, we made some predictions for the season in the Big 12 and the playoff. Now it's, uh, it's time to pay the piper. We're going to see how we did. Um, here, I'm going to start. Here are just some, uh, here are some comments we made, um, in this episode, uh, just general comments. A lot of these are about Jalen. Tell me if you, this is, if these, um, you think these read true. Um, in that episode, Nathan said, um, that if we had a top five offense last year, there would be never, there would never be a reason to worry about the offense ever again. And I think that that is that ringed true. You know, we all yeah. we all know that Nathan is the smartest person that we get on this podcast. So it's not surprising that right. his, his um, take so was yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, we yeah. I mean, you look, I mean, obviously we and fans of the podcast and OU fans in general are aware of the offense's limitations last year. But you look statistically and a lot of this is um you know, there was significant drop off. So this is, you know, you take the average of the whole year and you're not like where the OU was on offense at the end of the year was not really where they were around, say, the Texas Tech game. Um, but um, yeah, it was a top five offense. It was like a top two offense, I think, in S&P Plus. I think the only offense ranked above it was LSU's. Um, and yeah. You look at, you look at mean, PFF's evaluations of Jalen as a quarterback and it's like him and... Uh, Tua and Joe Burrow, and that's yeah. those are the like this in the same breath in terms of evaluations from PFF. Right. Yeah, it it's pretty crazy. Like I remember times last year, like like you said around the Tech game. I think I watched that Tech game and thought, oh shit, we might be the best team in the country, and Jalen might be just as good as the guys that we've had the last four years. Yeah, like that was a legitimate thought that I had. Um, and then, you know, obviously the mistakes started, you know, pretty much from that point on, you know, Texas until the end of the season. Like there were just these insurmountable mistakes. But like even towards the end of the year, like second half of Baylor, when things were going well for Jalen, he was really freaking good and dominant at times. And it just you know, just a consistency issue. And then we ran up against a team that was just going to beat anybody at the end of the year, you know? Yeah. Um, so moving, uh, moving down the line here, um, Nathan, I think, um, very quickly surmised the issue with Jalen, which is, um, he doesn't have the arm telling deep accuracy that the guys who came behind him did. Um, some other things you said that we wouldn't be surprised to see percent run, which I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if we surpassed that, like in the second half of the Baylor game. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say from, you know, the Oklahoma state game was the game that really stuck out that it was just like, we are a running team, you know, yeah. and it didn't work quite as well as I thought it would. Um, you know, when we ran up against better, you know, even Baylor in the Big 12 title, it didn't work as well as I think it should have. Um, but, 
yeah, that we certainly veered that direction, you know, pretty much at the end of the season, especially. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say that that was pretty accurate on our part. Um, one question we sort of had was if um, we uh, Nathan brought up the idea that teams can take on uh, the persona of their head coaches and their quarterback. And so I wanted to ask if you thought that the team took on Jalen's persona uh, as the season went on. Do you do you think there was any sense of that? Um, what do you think about that? First off, what do you think Jaylen, about Jalen's persona? Because I think, um, you know, he was he's kind of a reserved guy. So I don't know. Right. I. It's it's really weird because if you just went off of Jalen's persona and, you know, it's like, oh, if a football team could really take on that personality, that would just be an incredibly good football team because he is seemingly just all business all the time. You know, nothing is good enough. Um, you know, there's, there, you know, we can't let up for a minute or else we're going to have a letdown. Um, so I think to that extent, the team did not take on his persona because, a, like we had maybe one of the bigger letdowns we've had in the last few years when we went up to Kansas State and lost in a game we just should have never – we had no business losing. Yeah. Um, that was a complete and total letdown. But I think part of that problem was Jalen. It, it was the fact that his personality did not match the way he played football. And so that kind of, I think, in a lot of ways prevented them from being able – to take on his off-field persona. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, like, because his play, at a, in a lot of ways, was very, like, unpredictable and sporadic. You know, like, it was yeah. at times great, but then it was just, like, really, really, really bad. And so that hurt the team's ability. Like, you can't just be this, like, even-keel team when – your quarterback's giving the football to the other team inside your own 30 yard line twice a game, you know? Yeah. Like that's yeah, just not going to happen. Yeah. It was, yeah, there was an interesting dichotomy between Jalen's um, personality and how that manifested in his play. Nailed was our assessment of Tanner Mordecai. Oh, that he sucks. He's not any good. And <laughs> yes. he's, it's, it's, I'm like, honestly, like, it's probably good that he hasn't transferred, but like it would save a lot of time if he would just go ahead and get out and, <laughs> you know, because we're, we're going to have to sit through this bullshit. Like this is the closest race we've had. You know, yeah. This is the closest yeah. race we've had all like, through this. And we're not even going to have a spring game, right? To right. stir it. No spring so game. So it's literally just going to no be things football. Lincoln says. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, that's an interesting thing. Like, I think we're all pretty much, we've accepted that I, I think pretty much through June, things are going to be shut down. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, and that's relatively optimistic. Um, so, like, I don't know how, like, college football just is not going to have a spring this year. And that's just going to be weird. Um, Man, I am. Um, teams are going to be rusty. Yeah. To start this season. Well, That's going to be interesting. What are Nathan, the big games? This. What are the openers? Yeah, I don't even know. Because that could no be idea. like embarrassing things could happen at those. <laughs> that is something to pay attention to. 
Well, Nathan, Nathan brought up a good point to me the other day. Like Texas is breaking in two new coordinators and they're not going to have a spring to do it. Oh no. Like, and this is also <laughs> like, this is the make or break year for Tom Herman. Yeah. Like, you, you absolutely hate to see it. <laughs> you're not going to have that. Like, but oh, that's, man. that's a valid point where it's like, oh shit. Like they, they aren't going to have a spring to get those guys adjusted. Like I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we've never had to do two coordinators at one time, but it's a huge change. And like, there's been a lot of things that you've learned in that first spring as a new coordinator. Like when yeah. Lincoln came in, there was, you know, big changes you saw last year with Grinch. Like it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, man. Yeah. The compressed, um, the compression of the preseason is going to be really interesting. So that's something to look forward to in the future. Um, sort of returning to the past, um, let's get into these rankings we made. So we ranked our expectations of what the Big 12 standings would be at the end of last year. Um, and there's an interesting mix of right and wrong. So let's, um, we'll start number 10. Um, do you remember who you chose to be last in the Big 12? Uh, I want to say Kansas, but it also definitely could have been West Virginia. Nathan, I, both went with Kansas, okay. which was a smart pick that was correct. Your um, pick was Tech, as, right? What? I did pick Texas Tech. That was um, wrong. That was wrong, and I did also make that pick on false pretenses, because I think I said that... Um, Matt Wells wasn't bringing his defensive coordinator from Utah State, and he definitely was. Um, uh-huh. And so my pick of Tech and last didn't come true, though. Um, and obviously, yeah, you guys were right. Kansas was last. Who did you? Who do you think you picked for ninth? I'm pretty confident it was West Virginia. It was. You picked remember, West Virginia. I remember saying Austin Kendall sucks a whole bunch of times. Ex- on, those, yes. on those pods. You were extremely unkind to Mr. Kendall, which was fair because he got benched. So he did. He um, did. He was bad. Yeah. He was um, bad. The yeah. idea that that guy was ever going to start at OU. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So um, Nathan, um, well, let's, I, I picked Kansas ninth. Not too terrible since, the, you know, they finished 10th. That's not the real stinker. Our first real stinker here by the way, is um, Nathan, who picked Kansas State to finish ninth. Mm. Um, yeah. Not, not a, a ridiculous take. Yeah, because I mean, no. I get the whole, like, it's it's for the first time in forever, it's it's a non-Snyder, like, team, but... Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it, it was a logic perfect. that makes sense. Which we will be both happy to defend once we find out that uh, <laughs> who we picked in eighth. Um, in eighth, Nathan Nathan had Westford, and of course, uh, ninth was Texas Tech. So I was only one spot off on Tech. Um, in eighth, uh, Nathan picked West Virginia, and do you remember who we picked? We both I picked the same s- one. 
I I assume it was K State. It was Kansas State. So yeah. you know, Nathan was pretty low on them. We weren't much higher. Um so yeah. you know, egg on our face for not believing in climbing. Um so yes. <laughs> now the real stinker here is who actually finished seventh. Do you happen to know this off the top of your head? I I do not know. It was TCU. TCU, right, right, yes. yes. And we'll see yeah. where you pick TCU at. Yeah, I don't want um, to. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, in sixth, um, we have. Oh, hang on. Now I'm confused. Oh no, no, seven, I, I picked right? it up. In sixth, you and Nathan both picked Tech. Wait, who did you say that we picked for seventh? Uh, Kansas State. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I'm with. No, no, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we picked Kansas State in eighth. So let me tell you the challenge I did. The challenge with this, which is that I made this in the notes app on my iPhone, and so uh-huh. I started a list. I wanted to start a list counting down from ten. Yeah. And the notes app said no lists count up. Right. So every time I hit return, it would just immediately. So I started at ten. So this list is numbered from 10 to 18. Okay. Perfect. Um, Perfect. So, yeah. So eighth. In eighth, we both picked Kansas State. In seventh, um, I picked West Virginia, and I was right. Do you remember who you and Nathan picked? Uh, I think I probably picked Tech. You and Nathan both had Texas Tech in seventh. Um, So, you know, that's not terrible. Not um, obviously they disappointed. Um, I really I really wanted to be right and have Tech finish last. Kansas almost beat Texas. That would have been that would have made them tied in Big 12 play. Yeah, Um, it's true. So moving on here, the kicker. Yeah. And of course, actual seven or actual sixth is, is oh god, I'm all messed up now. Seventh. Actual, actual seventh was West Virginia. It was West Virginia. Actual yeah. sixth is was Iowa State. It was. Which, which I assume most of us missed on. You other than actually me, right? hit on. Yes, you did. Yeah. You had Iowa I remember State I was sixth. low on Iowa State. You were, which was impressive. Um, yeah. Nathan picked the pokes here. I picked Baylor, which looks yep. bad. But in my defense, here's what I said about Baylor. A, the first thing I said is, this is not going to be well defended. I said, this is going to be very flimsy. And <laughs> second, I said that they just were not at all impressive and had totally failed to impress me. And that is still true. So it was yeah, it was absolutely true. They were a team that won more games than they should have. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. So defending my honor there, um, Nathan, very low in the pokes. Um, now moving into the next spot, this is where um, right, and uh, this is that also is yeah. So we said you got Iowa State right there. Uh, in Fifth, we've broken the top five. Mm-hmm. Actual fifth was Kansas State. Correct. And I think I probably had 
Baylor in fifth. Baylor in fifth. You have an excellent memory of this. Um, you and Nathan concurred to put Baylor in fifth, and I put Matt Campbell's squad here. Um, so, and all of us missed on that one. Yeah, none yeah. of us believed in Climate's voice. Right. Um, who overachieved in large part <laughs> due to a victory that um, was a shock to everyone involved um, against the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, which, man, that game. That game hurt. That I, game made me Scott hate college Thompson football. Looked invincible. Yeah, that game made me hate college football for two whole weeks. Yeah. Like, just it straight up, I worst. hated the sport. Yeah. And the annoying thing is, like, we were very close to coming back. Yep. Yep. A controversial yeah, was... onside call, which would have given us the ball and time for a drive. Yep. Yep. It would no, It would absolutely. not have happened, I think. I've decided that that's simply not how it would have played out. But All right. it could have. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so on. fourth, yeah. yeah. In fourth, do you know who you picked in fourth? Oh, I absolutely do. It was the Texas Longhorns. It was in fact the Texas Longhorns. And I was so close to being correct. You you did very well. I mean, they this. they essentially like there was a four way tie, three through yes. seven yeah. in conference. Texas, like, OSU, Kansas State, Iowa State in a yeah. the nastiest mess this conference has ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. They, I mean, if they had lost that Kansas game, they would have wound up sixth. You know? Yeah. So like, it was it was very close. Very yeah, close. Yeah. Absolutely. You were absolutely correct to point out that they had two returning starters on defense. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I was driving myself crazy figuring out why people thought Texas was gonna be so great. Like. And they were, you know, like, yeah, we know they only have two starters back on defense, but this might be the best offense in the country. And I was, my mind was oh. just exploding. Something I was of. surprised to find, you know, a name that was not mentioned a single time in this discussion of Texas, either with you picking them here or where Nathan and I ended up picking them. Who's a that? A name that did not leave anyone's lips was Devin Duvernay. Yeah, he was just kind of a guy until the last year. Yeah. And then, like, it decided, like, oh, we don't have uh, Will Jordan Humphrey, so we're just going to have to throw you a million passes because that's all Sam Ellinger can complete. Yeah. Like, true story. You know, that's, true story. That's pretty much how it turned out. Yeah. So. Um, of course, in actual fourth, or let's see, where are we? We're in fourth, right? Yeah, actual fourth, yeah, Oklahoma State. Of course. Uh, Mike Gundy's squad. Um, A disappointing year from Spencer Sanders, I would say. Yeah, very weird year. Like, the best thing that happened to Spencer Sanders was that we had to watch Drew Brown play some. And people were like, oh, God, Spencer Sanders is better than this guy. And people forgot how actually not great Spencer Sanders was because people started getting really excited about how good OSU was going to be this year. Because, well, we right. have Spencer Sanders back and Chuba right. and Thailand and like, Chuba. And they're going to they're going to have a Bolitnikoff and a Doke. It's it's going to be incredible. Yeah, um, I still uh, 
One of the most indefensible decisions I could have ever thought of was Chuba Hubbard coming back to play at OSU. Blows my freaking mind. Financially unsound. Yeah. I will say that. Absolutely. I just hope he doesn't come back and get hurt. Yeah. He just needs to be healthy. Like, oh, what a what a decision. Right. Um, so in third. <laughs> so Nathan and I both picked um where are we at? No, hang on. In third. Never mind. We just I did I cut so in fourth, Nathan and I picked TCU, and we were very wrong. Um it turns out you do need a quarterback. Yeah, um, you do. I was I was real bad. I was real bad. Um, I just also want to point out, I was sorry, I was looking up. Like, Chuba was not the only running back that made an inexplicable decision. Oh, uh, yeah? At running back, because Travis Etienne and Najee Harris are both coming back. Oh, man. And it what makes is happening? No, it makes no damn sense. I don't uh, Especially like with, Etienne, with Travis, like, what? With, with Etienne, at least it's, you know, Dabo has whatever weird curse he Cast yeah. those players that makes them hate money. Yeah. Um, I With don't. Naj- it makes yeah. no goddamn sense. Zero sense. But yeah. here we are. And OU has Kennedy Brooks. Um, <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Yeah. Okay. In third, um, this is one of the few rounds where we, where opinion was totally split. Nathan picked Matt Campbell's boys, the Cyclones, Brock Purdy's squad, um, who um, ended up submerged in the... I mean, in essence, they tied for third. Uh, that's not actually how standings work. Um, but they finished with the same 5-4 and four record as the team in third. Um, I picked Oklahoma State, which is the same thing. I do want to point out, like, Iowa State was almost Baylor last year. Like yes. if they could yes. have just won close games, they would have been the team that was Baylor. Like, you know, they lost to OU by one point. They lost to Baylor by two points. They lost to Iowa by one point on that hilarious butt muff at the end. Right. Um, In a nightmare game that lasted like seven hours. Yeah. They lost to, to Oklahoma state by seven um, they lost, then they, I mean, their last two games, they looked bad. They lost to K state by, by 10 and then they got throttled by Notre Dame, but they were, they were almost, they were a couple close calls away from being just the Baylor instead of Baylor. Mm-hmm. Cause Baylor just won all of those games except for against us. Right now you had now, in third, I had chosen Oklahoma state, um, which ultimately I think, you know, a defensible move, another team that's in that pack. You did pick ten, uh, Texas Christian, so yeah, I was real wrong. I was really wrong, and I just it was one of those. Both my third and my second pick was like I trust these coaches to turn around their team after a disappointing season, and I was just wrong in both cases. Right. Um. So that does bring us up to and in third. Texas finished third, um, who Nathan and I had both picked for second. Um, and of course, there's no way you forgot who you picked for second. Oh yeah, I had my beloved Oklahoma State Cowboys at right. number two. 
um, for the second year in a row, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they disappointed me both years. So, right. Um, but how surely they'll get it turned around this year, right? Chupa's coming back. He's going to win the Doak and the Heisman. Well, I mean, it's not impossible to think that that team could win the national championship, Ryan. <laughs> oh my God. I, um, I can't wait till we get to these um, rankings next year um, because it's going to be wild to see the takes that flourish um, entirely unsupported because there will be no spring and summer ball. Right. Yeah. Um, these, I mean, <sighs> we're going to see some weird ones, I think. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see what dreams may come from people sleeping on the uh that baylor squad um which baylor of course finished second last year um like i said a a very unimpressive second um had to win a lot of overtime games um just occasionally seemed which is so weird. What a weird season. Go ahead. If you look back on their season, like lots of close losses or close wins, and their two like two of their three losses were to us in very close football games, mm-hmm. and like they lost to Georgia pretty easily. Like they were never really competitive in that game, which I think tells you kind of how good OU was in a sense, but. Um, but like just the idea, like their, their losses look great. They only had quality losses. They beat everybody they were supposed to beat. Um, you know, they just weren't able to beat OU at home when they were up 28 to three, but, um, they had a great season and I'm glad that Matt rule is out of there because he's actually a legitimately good football coach. Unfortunately, though I I am so concerned about whether any of that will translate to an NFL position. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself concerned about it because I don't. Right. I don't, I'm not, I'm not like (laughs) staying up at night. I just think it's weird. This dude was mainly known as a leader of men and Uh like NFL players are 30. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, I think obviously, you know, the biggest misses we had, you know, I missed on Baylor pretty, pretty badly, but again, yeah, it was, yeah. it was two or three games going a, a point or two the other way. And it was yeah. we were right it on. It really just seemed to me like Baylor is another of these teams that probably they're like maybe a team that on average would have been in this five and four muck. Right. They just Absolutely. like kept hitting, you know? Absolutely. I, yeah, I thought that all year. I thought literally, I thought, Iowa State is as good as Baylor. They just haven't been able to get it done um, in close games, and that was really all it was. Like, that's all it took, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, you know, Baylor was, they had a great season. Good for Baylor, you know? They'll yeah. <laughs> be, you know, they have Dave Aranda now. We'll see if they can do anything with him, but I don't know. It's It's weird, man. Like, I don't know, like, this whole conversation is odd to me, just talking about sports in general, because yeah, it's, it, 
A, there's none going on, and it's, like, just so unimportant. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. Folks, this is the last episode of the Oklahoma Drill. We're going to be dedicating ourselves to more serious pursuits. Yes. Um, catch us on our new podcast. Um, big Stuff. With big Stuff. Big Stuff with Ryan and Alex, where Perfect. we talk about the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. Um, so what, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about on this pod? We did do one other set of predictions, um, and this is just to roast you for the worst prediction anybody made this year. Um, (sighs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not – now, this isn't true because people pick Texas to the playoff, but of the four of us who appear on this podcast, this this is a glaring one. Yeah. I have to so we picked the playoff. Um, I um I've forgotten who Sam picked. Actually, I didn't write it down, but I think it was pretty scratch. It was pretty um, scratch. Nathan picked. Uh, I'm pretty sure Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia. Um, I went with Bama, Clemson, Georgia, OU. None of us picked LSU. Obviously, that came out of nowhere. Nowhere for everybody. Um, and, uh, speaking of coming out of nowhere, um, your playoff four was Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Michigan. Yep. I, I was wrong. You know, I, I bought into the idea. I like, this is, this is legitimately what it was. Mm-hmm. So what happened at LSU this year, I thought something of that ilk was going to happen at Michigan. Right. I bought into it's, there. The, there was a universe in which Michigan hires Joe Brady. Right. Right. And there and Shea Patterson turned into Joe Burrow. But like I thought Shea Patterson was going to have a great year because they were going to open up the offense. And I thought that's kind of what had been holding him back. Turns out Shea Patterson's just kind of an average quarterback. Yeah, and yeah. That's um, all it was. Yeah. Speaking of, I saw a comment by Gaddis, uh, by um, Michigan's coordinator Josh Gaddis, uh, where he mentioned that uh, this year, now that everybody's got film, it's going to be harder for them. Does that sound like a really bad thing? Uh, I mean, I would not feel good about my coordinator saying that. Right, right. Like, I feel like you need to be like, now that our guys have been in the system for a year. Right. That should probably be We're really going to start is. taking off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever heard any a good offensive right coach say that, like, going into the second year, they feel worse about how things are going to go. Right, right. This That's, is the magician who's like, I had 30 minutes of tricks. You guys wanted me to do an hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not inspiring by any means um yeah uh, no, that's that's not so, inspiring yeah. and i i missed yeah. that was by far the worst playoff pick however i will say that i was the only one that had any non like shock like the other picks were all like yep those are gonna those are probably the playoff teams and i was trying to be a little bit different 
So that's true. And that's just, true. And that, made I just forgot pick. that. And you were right that, that an unconventional team made it. I'll give you credit for that. You picked the wrong team that uh, you that was a dinosaur learning to become a bird. Right. I did. I did. Um, I, I like legitimately thought that Michigan, the new spread offense, you know, throwing the ball around in the Big Ten, their defense is going to be great. Like I just, I felt I bought in. The reality is, Michigan's going to lose to Ohio State every year. They don't have the athletes to stick with Ohio State. Um, and I will never pick them to beat Ohio State again until they do it. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, this is just something that's sort of come to mind. Um, I didn't listen back to this episode, um, so I don't have everybody's bold predictions. We did do some NBA bold predictions, and with the NBA season effectively over, there is one that I want to go ahead and pat myself on the back for. Because I did predict that two teams with losing records would make the playoffs in the East. That's where and, we're at, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, in seventh in the seventh seed are the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Thirty and thirty-four. With um a temporary head coach. Yep. Are they gonna hire somebody during this? Like No, I think they're gonna let Jock Vaughn finish whatever is left and if there's no more basketball played then yes i think they'll hire somebody but Mm -hmm. so and then of course below them we have the orlando magic at 30 and 35 um i doubt any of us picked the thunder in the five seat oh my god yeah i also think both of us picked the nuggets and jazz to be the one and two seats yeah we were we're just off on that on that one I think we weren't expect. I, 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 we were absolutely not expecting the Lakers and Clippers to take the regular season very seriously. That, yeah, hundred percent. That's what happened. Um, but yeah, they did. Well, the Clippers kind of did, and the Lakers did. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have absolutely no idea what we thought at the top of the East. I bet we didn't say that the Bucks would only lose twelve games. Yeah, I mean, I. And I'm sure we didn't have the Raptors in second. Yeah. Yeah. I bet we I bet we said very positive things about the Philadelphia 76ers. Swag on our face. We sure did. We sure did. So, yeah, I, you know, we can definitely have a podcast about basketball. Um, I think that would be good content to have. Um, We'll, um, We'll get Sam on one of these days. Folks, it's gonna be rough. We're yeah. just getting into the dark depths of social distancing and yeah. a world with no sports at right. all, except for the Apocalypse Masters, where Tiger Woods wanders around a field alone for Dude, five hours. I would I would kill to have the Masters happen. Like, they already announced that it's not happening, but, like, give me the Masters. You know, just no fans, like, no you're going to get insane numbers on TV, like, yeah. and you know what? disinfect you everything. send a skeleton crew, send one guy to hook up a lapel mic on Tiger, and one guy to pilot yeah. a camera drone, and that's right. it. That's all you need. Yeah, just give us something. I would watch the shit out of some golf right now, but, 
Um, I guess one thing I wanted to talk, and we, you know, this definitely could be on a different pod, but I'm thinking of it now. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk NBA for a second. Like, is the season over completely? I think and if, if it's not get around to playing the playoffs, I don't right. think there will be any sort of. If I think the regular season is definitely over. Yeah. Like if this country really gets its ass in gear and where things are returning to normalcy in July, I could see them doing the playoffs. But, you know, I think, and I think part of this is helped by the fact that the Olympics are just not happening for sure. No, I don't know if there's been any announcements about that, but there hasn't, but yeah, there's simp- they simply cannot. And so like that releases all of the players from those obligations and you could do the playoffs in July if you were careful about it, probably yeah. in empty arenas. What? Yeah, that was kind of my thought process was theoretically speaking, like if you could test every person in the league, which you could do, you could South Korea do tested 10,000 people a day. Right. And like, I mean, I and that's not even like that's a big thing where people will. How are these guys getting tested? Like. You know, the Brooklyn Nets, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they hired, you know, they bought from independent. Like, it's not a hard thing for if you're super rich to get this test. Yeah. Um, that's obviously the the problem. You know, we know that, like, from a society problem. But for these teams, it would be easy for every player in the league, every coach, every staff person to get tested. You know, the teams would just have to pay for that. Um, and I think that, or, I mean, I guess you wouldn't necessarily have to get tested. You would just have to be quarantined. And if you're quarantined for, like, a month or two and you don't show symptoms, then you're probably okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, I know that there are asymptomatic players, but if you're quarantining now for, like, a month, you know, you're probably not going to get it. Right. You know? It's, it's, um, yeah. You would probably want to... I. It's hard to say, honestly, because it's so, you know, it's so big. Yeah. Like, um, but there, you also, there also has to be hope that as we move into the summer months, um, you know, the viability of the virus and droplets will decrease. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I think, yeah. you know, if you compare it to other similar diseases, that's generally how it goes. Once mm-hmm. you get into the summer months, it's it's just harder for it to survive. Um, so, I mean, I think that that's a possibility that, like, you know, maybe you could get kind of reconvene in June, you know, kind of get back together as teams in, in June and then, you know, figure out, like, you know, shit. Like, it might be a better idea to try to do everything in one place i know that is yeah just a nightmare travel Um, yeah or not necessarily one place but like you pick an east coast and a west coast place or right you do like you do the west playoffs in like talking stick arena yeah wherever you know yeah um do the east and like obviously it's not gonna have have fans but i think Mm -hmm. that you know, I would, I would love to watch any kind of basketball right now. You know, and that's going to be the case in July. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, that's, oh, it sucks. It sucks so much, man. Um, and just like, what is this? What the hell are, are guys that are going into the draft doing? You know? It's wild. Will there be a draft? Yeah. I mean, you, can, there... you can hold a draft without, right. you know, yeah. anyone being in the same room. Yeah, so I mean, it might be like an online happen. draft. Yeah. Right. And like the NBA combine doesn't need to happen. It was useless anyways. Right. Uh, and it, well, and it's like, when will that happen? Would they do the draft before the playoffs? You know? Right. Um, like, that's weird. It, it's weird, but I also don't really think it would be that big of a deal. Right. Yeah, probably not. It's not like the playoffs aren't going to affect draft order. Yeah. Um, it would. The big one is going to be free agency, right? Yeah, because, I mean, now you're looking at playing games all the way. You know, if you start the playoffs in August or in July, you're not finishing until maybe even September. Right. Um, so you have like a month of free agency and then you're back into basketball. And you're back into basketball. Like I, I've seen a lot that they would have to consider maybe starting in December, which probably yeah. makes more sense anyways. Um, yeah. Just on how the calendar is going against other sports. Um, you wouldn't have to compete with football as much, which is probably right. the smart. It's, it's smart. But um, I, I'm trying to – a lot of what – yeah. Because you, you hope that this – like I guess a lot of the hope of this sort of scheduling is like this is enough of a break for the players, right? Right. Like players are getting healthy presently. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's true, but, like, I don't we're also, know. We're also setting ourselves up for some hilariously sloppy playoff basketball. Um, oh, yeah. Which is going to be incredible because, like, extremely high-stakes, rusty basketball. Right. Yeah, no, it. it's just everything is going to be different. I mean, yeah. I nobody alive today knows what is going to happen, knows how any of this is going to go. You know, and it just, it's freaking crazy. Um, anyways, do we want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think that's going to about do it. Like I, I said, more social distancing to do. So. Right. I need to continue to exist in rooms without other people. Um, thanks for listening to this rambly episode of the oklahoma drill it's rough out here guys we're gonna be back sometime we'll have things to talk about we'll have to find hobbies that we can do alone and when i don't know maybe at some point we reconvene and let everybody know how we've been coping with there being no sports um love to get love to get nathan and sam and hear how they're doing um but, yeah, in the meantime, everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth and nose when you sneeze and cough. Um, do your best to maintain a respectable distance from other human beings if you have to be in public. Um, Shout-outs to everybody whose jobs and, you know, livings require them to exist in the public sphere. You guys are... You know, it's it's a rough time, and my heart goes out to you. Everybody who is in a situation where that's not the case, be thinking of those people and be responsible in your actions. Um, 
with the well-being of those people in mind. And we'll see if we all come out the other side of this. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, the Google Play Store, or on Podbean. Um, If you've enjoyed the podcast, you could share it with a friend or or, um, leave us a review. Follow us on Twitter at RWMaxi and at P-U-R-D. And that will do it for today. Stay safe.